right. Welcome to episode number four of the Barbells and Briefcases podcast. My name is John Miller. Sitting next to me is Nicholas. John Fody here. Rando Denson. We got the whole team. Got the squad. Yeah, the original podcast crew. Squad. Squiddy. Nick, what are we talking about today? We're talking about leadership. Leadership. The reason why we want to talk about this subject is because it's everywhere, it's around, it's in our work life, it's in our personal life, it's in our relationships, it's in our families. Leadership is everywhere. And leadership is influence. And every single day we're either positively influencing people or we're negatively influencing people. So we wanted to talk about this subject. Uh, it's extremely important in my life uh, and all of our lives around this table. Mm-hmm. And we thought that this would be something to share with all of you. And so let's get it started. So. Why is leadership important? We're either, like I said, positively impacting people or negatively impacting people. So think about your life. Think about what it is that you're doing on a daily basis uh, when you're at work or when you're at home or when you're with your family, um, when you see someone or, or, or let me, let me, let me rewind back here. Are you holding doors open for people? Are you, picking up the trash that, that, that's falling out of your car, like the little things, you know what I'm saying? Are you, after you go grocery shopping, are you throwing your cart, <laughs> are you leaving your cart on the curb, or are you putting it back uh, for the next person? So it's basically taking initiative in your own right. life. Right, so. taking initiative, doing, doing, doing more, you know, and, and, and also it's, it's something that everyone's, I don't think you realize it or not, but like everyone's watching you, you know. Everyone's watching all of us. Uh, it's even easier now with social media because everyone can see what you're doing. Everyone can kind of make um, judgments, decisions about you, whatever, perceptions. People are forming these things on a regular basis, but everyone's watching you. And that's why this subject is important because we have to learn and get better at doing the right thing, whether you're being watched or not. So what are you doing when you're at home? What are you doing when you're, uh, what are you doing on your own time? That's a huge one. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in your free time when, on your Nobody's weekends, looking. when no one's looking, when you're, when there's no microscope on you, when there's no uh, camera on you, when there's no social media going on, when there's nothing, when you're not at staying occupied, staying busy, what are you doing with that free time? You know what, I'm actually gonna disagree. What's that? Well, I think, cause I mean, the, the topic's leadership and I don't think, Leadership is as much what you're doing. I mean, it has a uh, an effect, like what you're doing in your free time, what you're doing. But it has it's more to do with you know the effect that you have on other people. On other people, you're right. You're right. Um, but what you do on your own time still impacts other people. Of course, but I mean, most people they want to do things only when people are watching. Right. So sometimes that type of leadership isn't really even leadership, depending on what the situation right. is. Yeah, but I believe you have to check yourself first because people are going to ask you, what makes you successful? Well, you got to say it starts with me when I wake up in the morning. What's my ritual? What am I going to do to discipline myself and take leadership in my own life? That's what makes us individual successful as a person, which 
when people are watching you that like what are you doing what are you doing as a person to be successful in life and what works for you and um, I think that's big on leadership itself so it works hand in hand well I think being a successful person and being a good leader are two different things though that's true yeah yeah because you don't have to be you don't have to be successful to, to be a good leader True. Not all not all leaders are necessarily successful. Right. But maybe just have those. Well, one thing's for sure: everyone is a leader. Everyone can be. A leader. Everyone can Every, be. Yeah, everyone can be, whether they think about it or not. You know, on a, on a big scale or on a large scale, you could be the leader of your household. You could be the leader of a large company. They, yeah, it's they come big and small. You could be a mentor to one person, yeah. and you're a leader. Mm-hmm. That's true. So whether you have, you know, ladies and gentlemen, whether you have. Four people following you, or four thousand people following you. <laughs> you have the power to be a leader. Yeah, exactly. You make an effect on one person. You're leading one person. That could be a huge impact on somebody else's life. Right. You don't know what one thing you do could do to somebody else's life. Right. And uh, so the one thing that that made us want to talk, or one of the things that made us want to talk about this topic today, was uh, last Sunday. A bunch of a few of us may have watched the Super Bowl, and. Uh, the New England Patriots, whether you like them or hate them, they have been able to be, uh, they have created a dynasty, created a culture of greatness. When, and and when they are- When they've been doubted. Exactly. You know, for days, years, I mean- For decades. Matter. Yeah, exactly. And so- Yeah, we get it. I mean, like they have like their cheating, you know, deflate gate. They, <laughs> they've been accused of cheating. Spy gate. Yeah, but I mean, but you can it stop for five Super Bowls. You can't really yeah. deflate five Super Bowls. Yeah, you can't take that away from them. You know? Right. It's, they're doing something right. Yeah. Right. And and the two people that have been there the entire 15 years of the Patriots have been a dynasty that we all probably should look up to are Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yeah. Love them or hate them. And we even posted on Barbells' uh, Instagram this week uh, a Bill Belichick quote. Uh, he was recorded as saying in a couple days after the Super Bowl that, you know, it's all great and everything, but we're already five weeks behind on next year. So that's just crazy right there because, like, <laughs> he just won the Super Bowl. Like, not even going to lie, if I won the Super Bowl, I'd still be soaking in it for, like, at least a week. I'll still like, be chilling. Yeah, there, there, there was, but there was, like, like, two, three days after, he's like, all right, we're five weeks behind. And that's the type of leadership that trickles down to everybody else in that organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like players, even like bad players, pe- players that have problems on other teams, like will go in there and just be corrected. Right. Like LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, was, well, that's the thing. When you see like the guy at the head of the organization already working hard towards next year, it makes you subconsciously want to work hard. Yeah. Because you don't want to let, especially if you like that person, you're not going to want to let them down that's your leader yeah exactly yeah that's very true and and actually even something else unless now that's Belichick right Belichick's a freak of nature he's already like you know five steps ahead of everyone else um but let's talk about Tom Brady uh I fucking hate him yeah <laughs> I hate I hate all of them in the Patriots but, but I respect I respect greatness yeah. yeah, he can be an inspiration to anybody. Like yeah, his demeanor, his mentality. I mean, well, just even where he came from, like mm-hmm. being the hundred ninety eighth pick, yeah, and 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 creating that that and having that. Chip anybody on that shoulder. doesn't know football, uh, being there's an NFL draft where you know players in college get drafted, and 
198 people uh, were taken before Tom Brady in a, this particular draft. Yeah, usually like people only know or pay attention to the guys that are drafted in the first round, maybe the second round. And the he was drafted in the sixth. Them. He was drafted in the sixth round. Yeah, sixth. Like every single team passed up on him at least five times. Right. Yep. And which leads us to something else uh, that we wanted to talk about, which was uh, having a chip on your shoulder and how I have found both personally and studying other other people, other greats, that having a chip on your shoulder is actually good for you. It's a great motivational tool. That's for sure. People are pissed off, you know, like find things or well like Ray Lewis says pissed off to, for pissed greatness. off for greatness yeah. yeah like some people they they perform better when when they were treated you know poorly prior or uh, like even Aaron Rodgers was taken like 23 uh, taken 24th in one draft and he still when pissed he off thought he was going to be like a top five pick top five mm-hmm. pick and so you know I know even me personally like in high school I was always like like chubby fluffier like and all the homies you know they played basketball so they were always like naturally somewhat cut naturally somewhat built from just playing ball or whatever but me i had to work for it like (laughs) if i didn't go work out uh and i was gonna stay that way but anyways it it definitely pushed me to actually hit the weight room even harder and then it's pretty cool when you run into them like after the fact and they're like, hey, you been in there? Like, yeah, I've been in it because after high school, you really started having to work for things. Like, it wasn't just like naturally gifted in my teenage body, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like you had to start working for, for shit after a certain age. But anyways, that's neither, neither here nor there. Chip on your shoulder. I don't think it necessarily can, like goes hand in hand with being pissed off. I think it just has more to do with you taking a negative situation and using that as motivation to drive yourself going forward. Taking, That's true. Taking the perception of the chip itself. Yeah. Yeah. Because that yeah. chip can either break you or it can make you. Yeah. I, my whole life I've been told I'm too small to do anything. And that alone pissed me off. Like, who are you to tell me I'm too small to either compete with you or to be here? Anyways, you know? Like, right. there's, then it, then it, then that links to a whole bunch of other things. Then it links, links into who else is small who's done it before. You know? You can you can have a perception that if somebody tells you you're small, you'll, you'll, you'll crumble. You know, so it's the the chip is is very beneficial if you let it, if you let it be beneficial. Yeah, let it fuel your fire, basically. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. And Randall has a football background, so so he he comes. That's why he's talking about you know someone saying he's not big enough for certain positions, or you know you were even you were even um, I remember you were you telling me a story about how you didn't get. An opportunity to start like all year long or something like that. I, I'm I'm somebody you would call an ass back. Okay, that was my position. So I, when I would when I would talk to the coach, I'd be like, "Hey, coach, can I play?" No, get your ass back. That was yeah. my position. I don't know if y'all got that joke, but I, I played, <laughs> when I played basketball, we got ass backs all the time. Yeah. So I mean, I, I started football later than I wanted to. But I was still hungry, you know, and, and I wanted to learn it and I wanted to play. But if you know the sport of football, it's 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 a it's it's a game where you have to be ready. You can't you can't you can't be get thinking, you know, second guessing yourself. You have to be ready. So if you're not ready, you're not going to get in. And I thought I was ready, but my coaches knew that I wasn't. But um, just 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 when you're being told you can't do something. It's, it makes it's, you want to do it. It makes you want to do it, you know? So, I mean, 
I, I, I didn't get to play. That's the chip that you had. That's the chip I had. And it's carried on. I, of course, I'm not in the NFL now. That was one of my goals. But I'm still carrying that chip. That When my coach told me, I'm, I'm carrying everything he told me still to this day. And I'm using it in, in other other elements. You, you don't, you don't want to let one person's opinion dictate your future. Right. All right. So you want to get back on the topic of leadership? I guess? Yeah. Right, right. And... and that's just one thing I, I observe when I when I see I see Tom Brady. It's the first thing you think about. Like the dude has always played with that chip on his shoulder, and so I guess what what that ultimately means is that if you're coming from an unfortunate or unfavored situation in your life, it's not over. Use that as as your as your advantage. Like use that as a part of your story, uh, so that way when you do quote unquote make it to your you know respective. Uh, I guess idea of making it that you can look back and that can be a part of the story. You know, yeah, it just to, makes, to it makes it more epic. To share to people that look up to you, your kids, your family, I mean, right. your circle. So Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time and everybody passed up on him. He's still to this day upset of when he was selected. Yeah, so <laughs> I watched a video where it was after he won like two Super Bowls. He was on, you know, he hadn't won three yet. And during the interview, he broke down. Like he was still emotional about being picked in the sixth round. He's like, hold on. Like, no, we'll be getting. He had to cry for a little bit. He and then, finished, yeah, he got choked up because, like, that's how much passion, that's how pissed off he was. That's how um, you should be, right? Day to day. It's like, what is going to make you hungry and take leadership in your own life and try to inspire others? I mean, you have to have a story behind you. You have to have a why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go have a big why. What is your why? And, and and what that and what that relates to in leadership is back to what we were talking about, which is everyone's watching you. Everyone's everyone wants to see how much energy you come up with something or come uh, come at something. You know what? Why should they follow you? How why? do you solve problems? How do you carry yourself? You know things of that nature. What yeah. things do you do positively? Basically, and, and going with that, I think. Uh, me and Nick have had a conversation earlier this week about uh, his work schedule and how he comes into work every day. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I've I've owned my Allstate. This is my fourth month um, in business. I've never been an early bird. Ever. 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 I'm more of a come, go in late and stay late type of, type of uh, uh, person, you know. Um, I have I stay up late at night for whatever reason. I just my, that's when my ideas start brewing up. That's when I want to start reading and learning mm-hmm. about self development and and really start uh, uh, developing myself as an individual. But anyways, as a result, Nick usually sleeps through like five alarms in the morning. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, when my agency first opened up, I was coming in at eight, you know, eight eight thirty every single day for about a month, month and a half. Then I hired two, or uh, then I had, I've always had two employees, but then when I felt comfortable that I had my two employees in place, I started coming in 9, 9.30, 10, and then just staying late. And you know, I'm putting the hours afterwards. Then I realized that that's not smart in the sense of, one, I'm letting them set the tone for that day. Like, they could be coming into work with a, a funky energy or stinky thinking of some sort. And there's nobody there to nip that in the butt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm not rubbing off on them from the get-go. I'm not nipping it in the butt. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, catching it before it, you know, 
affects everything. Before it snowballs, affects into whatever they're thinking or they're feeling for the rest of that day. Especially at nine o'clock in the morning, those can be some of the most productive hours for anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a realization for myself was, okay, you know, I I, I got comfortable in in in. in coming in a little bit later and putting in the hours afterwards, that's not how I should operate business. That's not how I should do it. Um, you gotta be there and you gotta set, set, set the tone, set the example for your people. Um, and, the, and the biggest thing for, for me is I, I, I carry the weight of like, uh, weight of my family on my entire back. You know, I really wanna shape my family tree. Right? That's something that I've always wanted to do. Like, not, not that there was anything ever wrong with it, but I just wanna make it better, right? I mean, you want more. Exactly, and, and the biggest thing for me is being that person that everyone goes to for, not just, you know, if they need help financially, but somebody that they can go to when they need just positivity, you know, or they just need good vibes. And that's, good vibes. Taking, that's being a leader. You're taking leadership of your family. Yeah. Your yeah. I mean, you're having a, a positive, you're trying to make a positive effect on the people around you, especially if you influence. Exactly. Yeah. Um, little brothers, you know, you probably have cousins, but I mean, like I said, everyone's watching you. Like even, even your friends are watching you, you know, <laughs> like you're an example last night. Like, like whether Miller realized it or not, I influenced him to, to go, <laughs> to go in and some arcade basketball. Play yeah. arcade basketball, and Miller's over here sucking. You know, get scoring thirty six points. I was trying to beat the score of fifty five, put up by uh, forty, and I got sixty one. I got sixty one. All of a sudden, you know, Miller's like, Miller. took them three tries to get there. Oh, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. It's well, all good. But all of a sudden, Miller comes out of nowhere and scores like 76, 15 more points than everybody. Uh, uh, than, than <laughs> I just had to get warmed up. That's all. Yeah, I'm lucky I wasn't doing That's a weird little example, but I mean, everyone's everyone's watching you. I remember one time even ran, you, you texted me, uh, it was on my birthday or something like that, and you just said, you inspire people more than you think. That stuck with me. I was just like, wow, like, you know, <laughs> like, like you know, really, you know, you never realize, you know, who you're taking, who you're positively impacting. Exactly. And I'll even use another example of uh, our recent bachelor party. Uh, Randall, Randall uh, did a tremendous act of charisma, act of character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in front of all of us. We were there for his bachelor party in Newport Beach. We got a beach house. It was fun. And the whole entire weekend, my whole mindset was, what can we do that will be fun for Randall? You know, he's the one getting married. Let's do something for him. And we're walking down the boardwalk. And I'll never forget it. I saw this girl and her little brother trying to sell Girl Scout cookies, but I'm fat, so I'm over here eating on this giant ice cream that my little brother, uh, that Adam just bought me. And so I looked at the kid and I was like, well, I don't even have cash. And I was just like, I was like, sorry. Like, that's the only thing I could think of was sorry. But, but, it, but I had to walk past her and all the way around her before she even built up the courage to even ask me. And her parents and her you know, aunt or her grandmother was like there um, nearby watching them. and Trying to encourage them. Trying to encourage them to, to get better at asking or being confident and asking for the sale pretty much. You know, who doesn't want to buy Girl Scout cookies? And I look over, and then Randall's over there. Um, he's purchasing a few boxes himself. Uh, and then my little brother, who's eating ice cream, also purchases more cookies because <laughs> he's just he's a tub tub. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, and I'm over here looking around like, okay, well, that's very nice of him, and, I'm, and automatically I'm like back into, okay, what what are we gonna do? Because we were walking the boardwalk with no plans, and uh, Randall says, hey fellas, get uh, get over here for the next 10, 15 minutes. Let's try and help this girl sell as many cookies as possible. Uh, just because I said so, because I'm the bachelor and I say so, and I was like, all right, so yeah, we all just stopped what we were doing, and uh, and I actually caught some video of it. I'll, I'll share that later, uh, but I just thought that that was so influential to go out of your way uh, on your weekend or your, you know, it's your day essentially. What did what, make did, what made you decide else. to do something like that? What was going through your head during the time? Everything. Honestly, man, I wasn't. Even, I wasn't even in control. I honestly know God had control of me. All I, all I wanted to do, I, I knew I had money in my pocket. I was like, I'm gonna probably spend it on liquor later. Why can't I support these kids? I love kids, so I went over there and I bought two boxes, and I ended up just something just came out of me and said, "Let me help you sell these." I've never done nothing like that before. I'm, I've, I've, I even shared with the girl and said, "I used to be shy." And I mean, just just for me to, it, it really spoke. It spoke loud to me, man. It, I think we at least sold at least like fifteen. We, we sold twelve boxes in fifteen okay. minutes. The yeah. lady told me she she she. I gave her my card after we were done. She contacted me and she told me, and then they only they only had one box left after we were done. So wow. that I don't know. I didn't get to see. We none of us got to see what happened after we left. But I'm I mean I'm, I'm, I'm sure guessing, it built up the confidence yeah, of the little girl to yeah. move forward. Like you know, yeah. we we Randall took the. The opportunity to be a leader in that situation, and and, and, and we followed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was an amazing moment, and and it, and and that's and to me that is what leadership is. We we impacted that girl. Her name is Charlize, and I and I hope I hope I still get to to stay in contact with her or, or see her down the line because I want to know you know how how her life turns out. That was, I I know the story, the background. I heard it through the other fellas, and and it's a, it's a, it's a very interesting story. But that's why I don't think it was an accident. I think it was meant to be. I think that was meant to be. Mm-hmm. I think it just speaks to your character and the type of person you are, Randall. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. But that, that. In, the, in that respect, all of us were inspired through you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Like I, that inspired me to when I'm when I'm going about my day and I see an opportunity to serve somebody else or to help somebody else out. It just makes you want to be more aware of it and to act on it. Exactly. You know, instead of just like, like literally when I walk by that girl, it didn't even occur to me that I can help her. And some people say like, well, I don't have money. You know, I can't help out, you know, financially. Well, you can, there's other ways to help. And that was like one of the best yes. examples yes. as far as like, well, you know what? I have no money, you know, I'm on, <laughs> but I'm going to help you sell those, sell that or you know, yeah. whatever it may be. That was great though. So always, Remember, somebody's always watching. Somebody's always and you might not even know them, but you might run yeah, into them yeah. someday. And you're yeah. going to have make an impact and make yeah. an influence on anybody's life. Exactly. Even a simple smile. Yeah. I mean, opening the door yeah. for somebody like Nick was saying, but even smiling somebody, just that. That can change their yeah. day. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what anybody's going through. So when you you come across somebody, you know, you kind of got to put your selfish ways to decide. You know, put your selfish ways to decide. And, and, and try and put yourself in somebody else's shoes at times, you know. But that, that, that comes with leadership is, is 
putting your own issues to the side because at the end, just like Nick said, when he comes in in the morning, he could be the first person here and he's even going through something. They they might not know it, but it still matters. If he comes in here with a funky attitude, everyone's going to have a funky attitude. But if he comes in here happy and excited and motivated for the day, he can set the tone. They can easily pick up that influence, but it's also still their choice. But as long as he does his job, that's what I consider leadership. But at the same time, if, if they come in and they see that he's here before that before they get here, and he's still here when they're leaving, and they know that he's staying here after they have already left, you're gonna want to work hard for that person. Exactly. exactly. And if he's not, they're not. It gives them it gives them a reason to slack off. If if he doesn't come in at nine and they're here first, and then he tries to delegate something to him, he's like, "What? Well, you you came late. I was here before you. How are you gonna yeah. tell me?" Right. Then they're second guessing if they can even do your job. Then they're questioning the leadership in themselves. It's, it goes a lot. It goes a lot of a lot of different ways when, when you don't step up to the plate. Eyes are always watching. Always. So always yeah. try to do the right thing. And th- there was a there's a, I'll, I'll go ahead and give my uh, if if you want more you know, uh, great information as far as leadership, I think probably one of the best people um, on this subject is John Maxwell. Yeah. He has like a million books out. Um, John Maxwell, here's a quote by him, and I'm going to share it because it's just very relevant, uh, which is, leaders touch a heart before they ask for a hand. And how that works in everywhere is that people don't care what you have to offer until you care about them as a person. I want to touch on that, and Nick made me realize this not too long ago, but we're trying to, as we meet people and we're trying to network, especially our own fitness brand, we always... He touched on that. He always asks about other people first, right? Yeah. He always asks about their situation. It's people, not about us. People want to talk about themselves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think that's really good. That showed me a lot that, you know, and now that I, you know, network with people and speak to other people, you know, that I haven't met up with in a long time, I always ask about them. It's not about me. I really don't care what, you know, what goes on with me. I just want to know about you, how you've been, and how can we link in the future. What do you got going on? How can we support what you have going on? Things like that. Uh, and we really do want to support everybody that we meet it's just not about us yeah yeah so fyi if you're listening to this podcast right now and you have a personal passion project going on let us know what it is let us know how we can help you out shoot us a dm whoever you know individually here let us know how we can support you guarantee we will just got just send us a message just let us know because you know it's we're 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 still the little guys too you know what i'm saying (laughs) and no, but uh, even even you know before before I ever uh, started this agency, um, I sat down with some of my employees at the time. Uh, well, one of them's still here, and I said, "Look, we sell you know Allstate. We sell insurance. This is this is what we sell." But even more importantly, it doesn't matter what you do. I feel like more importantly, it's why you do it. And so I wanted to find out why are you here? You know, you could be working anywhere else, but like why? Why are you doing what you're doing every single day? And finding that out, identifying that. Um, and as a result, people want to feel that, that you care for them. And just like this quote, nobody wants to take your hand and go wherever you're going unless they know that you care. You're like, you have to really touch them. Um, so what were the responses you got back from your employees? I got to find out that, you know, some of the like basically uh, well I'll talk about what one of my employees she has she wants to provide for her daughter and her kids everything that she didn't have 
and I think that's a huge goal with um, parents in general. Everybody wants to make the next generation better than how they had it. Some of the best salespeople I've ever met my, and worked with in my entire life were like single parents. They oh, were, yeah. They, Hell yeah. They <laughs> were selling because they had to. Selling their ass off. Because they had a three-year-old at home that they did not want to let down. Yep. It's true. So what motivates you? What's going to basically make you a leader? Well, I, <laughs> I have a huge chip on my shoulder. Like I said, I want to shake the family tree, period. Period. I got I got nieces popping out left and right. My big sister. <laughs> I want to be Uncle Nick like that. You know that like that that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like like when I go to his house, I know I'm about to leave like with a hundred bucks. Like you know all the <laughs> all the food, a couple toys. Like like you know I just want to be that dude. You know and um, yeah. I, you know, we had a big family. Just back to our original podcast, if you tuned in, I mean, we had a big family, and so we didn't get everything one. So I want to be able to provide that uh, for my mom. Retiring moms is like huge. You know, that's a big why for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has parents that do not deserve to be working right now. They just, you know, they pay their dues already, and it's yeah. us up to us. Like if you're, if that doesn't motivate you, and they're still, unless they love what they're doing, I get it. But I guarantee. There's a large percentage of our parents that don't love what they do and they just want to relax. They just want to enjoy the time they have left. Yeah, yeah. the time they have left, you know. Absolutely. And so so that's just uh, something that's always pushed me and motivated. That's my chip, you know. Yeah. Plus, I don't know, I've always kind of been somewhat of an underdog too. Yeah. <laughs> somewhat. You know, so. But back to leadership. People are watching you, ladies and gentlemen. I think to me, I just want to say leadership, you can't be a leader if you're not an example. You, you, you have to be able to do it first if you expect anybody else to do it with you. I mean, we always see those memes or those posts where it's comparing the boss to the leader and the boss is in the back of the, the train and the people and are pointing and he's pointing yeah. and the leader is in the front of those people and pulling. he's pointing. He, he's pulling with them. Yeah. And, and, and that's... Sure. That that small picture is big, and it can speak loud to anybody if they let it. It's um, a boss can easily, you know, when they get that title of of manager or of CEO or or whatever the case may be, it can easily go to their head, and they can just tell you what they want you to tell you what to do, and and turn you into a you know a slave if that's the, the the right word to do it. But somebody who's a leader who does not let the title affect them. Whether they have it or not, they're with you. They're gonna they're gonna go in the trenches with you. They're gonna That's they're gonna the work thing, with you. They're gonna do it with you. With is the is the key word in that. And to me, that that's a leader. You know, um, it it's it's a it's a big thing. It really is. Yeah. And even John Maxwell has like there's like there's levels to this shit, right? Like John John Maxwell has like five levels of leadership. Yep. And level. Level five is like the ultimate one, and that's where you're a leader and you're developing other leaders. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you want more information on it, I don't have it all. I mean, you, maybe you can you know look up his books and things like that. But there's a lot of different levels of leadership, and find out where you're at and how you can get to that next level. Mm-hmm. Another good leader that's always been somebody that I looked up to is uh, John Wooden. He was a UCLA's basketball coach in the 60s and 70s. He won like seven straight national championships. Um, and as successful as a coach as he was, he was more revered for being a great person. 
his players loved him and would run through brick walls for him. And he's known for having, you know, a pyramid of success. And he's got hundreds and hundreds of success quotes and life quotes. And just at the foundation of all of like his teachings is being a good person before you're a good leader or a good athlete or a good anything else. Um, one of his most famous quotes is, um, you can't live a perfect day without doing something that doing something for someone who will never be able to repay you. Um, Randall was a great example of that, that we already went over. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, another one of my favorite quotes from him is, uh, things turn out the best for the people that make the way, make the best of the way things turn out. You know, I've posted that on my personal page a couple times because it's my favorite quote ever. John cried when, when, when John Wooden passed away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was like, <laughs> like that, like I, I met him once when I was like a kid. Oh, I didn't know Yeah, that. I went to a UCLA game with my mom and I met, I shook his hand. Oh, I was wow. like the coolest thing in the world to me. You melt? <laughs> I, it, it just, it had an effect. Like it, yeah. he was, I mean, it he stuck was, with you like, forever. Like, yeah, like it's like his, <laughs> his aura to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh. I would think so. Yeah. And he's just always been somebody that I look up to. So if, if you ever want to to really like have a good like, what is it called? Uh, when just good motivation soup, it, read some John Wooden quotes, and you'll be motivated, and you'll be motivated to be a good person first. Yeah, he 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 was huge on character, and back to what we were talking about in, uh, early in the beginning is what he like. He was more concerned about how his players performed off the court than how they performed on the court, and that's that's I don't know. To me, that's that's a testament of what are you doing on your free time? What are you doing when no one's watching? You know, are you praying, meditating, going to the gym? Or are you? It's funny that you said that. That's actually another one of his quotes: is is uh, be more concerned with your character than your reputation. Your character is who you really are. Your reputation is what others think you are. Bam! How you feel about yourself? And man, let me let's get to like like mindset and the way you think is the reoccurring theme in like every single thing that I read. It's just Everything. like the way you think about your world is what is <laughs> so important. Like if like I said, if you're not because that's what you're searching for. Like that, you know, like you'll run into things that stick out to you because of what you believe in. Basically, that's what. You're yeah, saying. it's your world. Like you create your world. You know and. Yeah. And Will says this all the time. He's like, who knows that, I mean, this not to get religious here or not, but Will, Will always says, who knows whether or not we're in heaven right now or not? Because Will said somewhere like in the Bible, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't read the Bible, but Will says somewhere in the Bible it says, like, like in heaven you can ask for things and you can get it, or you, know, you have everything you want, and things like that. But who says we're who, not here already? Who says, yeah, we're not here already? We're just, people are just shitting on the opportunity to do whatever it is they want. You know, to, to have that, but we're not gonna we're not gonna go that direction. But I just wanted to share something. The way you think is important. What you think means more than anything else in your life, more than what you earn, more than where you live, more than your social position, and more than what anyone else may think about you. Mm. Bam. Especially when you're having problems, it introduces you to yourself and it shows you how you think and what you're made of. Like just, just Everything goes back to thinking, you know, so if, if you don't like where you're at right now, just change your thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, in all things that I've, like, listened to, whether it's religious or whether it's, you know, <laughs> self-development, yeah. motivational or sports or it's 
business, business. relationships. It's like how you think is, what is, is everything. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're in a relationship and you keep thinking about how sh- you know, shitty your counterpart is or what they're not doing or the lack of what they're not doing, <laughs> you're gonna, gonna hate that relationship. Yeah, it's gonna multiply and you're gonna make things worse. And, That's yeah. all you're gonna get. That's all you're gonna get. So, so positive thoughts breed positive actions. Yeah, and we hate to keep drifting off multiple different, you know, kind of sub subjects here. But leadership is such a, a broad, 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 broad subject, mm-hmm. and it's so universal to all areas of our life. And that's why we wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I think that's a good place to actually wrap it up here for the day too. Um, uh, kind of like what Nick said earlier. If you guys have any. Uh, ideas for topics that you want us to talk about on the next podcast please shoot us a dm shoot us a comment on uh on any of our social media platforms let us know what you want to hear us talk about let us know if you want to be on it or if you who you want to hear us interview um let us know what you have going on how we can support it and let me know how, let us know how we can support you what you do in your lifestyle and how we can help you, you yeah, know, get to the next level. We're definitely, we're here to add value to you guys, so let us know how we can do that. And another thing I want to touch, Johnny just released their new website. Yeah, barbellsbriefcases.com. It's got a new design. Shop's still up. We're still selling everything. Um, it's got links to the podcast on there. It's got links to, you know, a few of our whys and how we came about and our story. Uh, we're looking to add more in the future, but check us out. New gear coming soon. If your uh, old t-shirt's getting a little rusty or tank, I got you. We're coming out with yeah. some new stuff, so keep an eye out for that. Randall, thanks for uh, making your way uh, uh, to, to be on this podcast. I know Randall, Randall has so much going on with uh, getting married this uh, next month. Yeah. Next month? Yeah. My boy. <laughs> getting married next month. I mean, taking a, a higher role in his, uh, with his business, taking on more within his church. I mean, just so much going on in his life, so we're... Glad that he graced us with his presence today. Absolutely. Yeah, thank I'm you. thankful for the opportunity. Uh, it's, if it's one thing, I just want to make sure that we drill into our listeners' heads before we, we close this is you don't know who's watching. So get it together. Get it together. Realize that somebody looks up to you. I don't care if you only have three friends. I don't care if, you know, who, who don't, don't, don't think about all that extra stuff. Somebody's watching. Who are you going to influence? To do better or to do worse. It's still your choice. Let's make this world a better place. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in, guys. All right, we out.